were some things Eli Getman knew he would miss once Auburn closed its campus over spring break. Getman is the president of the Tabletop Gaming Club, so he spends a lot of his time playing the tabletop role-playing game Dungeons & Dragons, which he said just isn't the same when it's online. He misses playing face-to-face -face with his friends. But now that he is back on campus, he's found other, more basic things about life at Auburn that he took for granted before, like Chick-fil-A. Not gonna lie, I miss Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is great. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 my, it's one of my favorite places on campus. There are other things, too, like being outside and walking across campus between his classes. Oh, and one more thing. I have not had a haircut in eight months? From the Auburn Plainsman, this is Sweet 1111. I'm Trice Brown. It's been months since students left campus abruptly in the middle of the spring semester, and I talked to students about the things that they missed about campus life. Things that they didn't know they would miss until they didn't have them anymore. Those things that are taken for granted. There are a lot of students like Eli who had these little moments that are almost invisible in normal circumstances, but also key parts of their Auburn experience. This story is broken into two parts for the stories of two different students I spoke with, who will talk about the things that they missed and the way that they will get them back in a pandemic-adjusted Auburn, if they can at all. Stay with us. Hey, my name is Jack West, and I'm the editor-in-chief of the Auburn Plainsman. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Suite 1111. If you enjoy this podcast, want to support it, and want to advertise with us, this space right here is available. If you're interested, send an email to admanager at theplainsman.com, and we can get you all set up. Once again, that's admanager at theplainsman.com if you want to advertise with us. Thank you so much. Hannah Krawczyk said she relied on structure to get through quarantine. This structure came in many different forms, from her schedule of Zoom meetings to her scheduled phone calls with friends. Having those things really helped in making it feel like um, we, were, we were able to kind of do some of those things that we, we did before together, even though we were so far away. She would call her friends over FaceTime, and they would watch movies together. This is what Krawczyk said she missed the most her support system. She missed the everyday parts of being with her friends, like calling up someone to go get coffee or work on a project. She missed being able to be around them, without that lingering sense probing, is this okay? Is it all right for us to see each other and be close? Krawczyk stayed in Auburn during quarantine. She has family in Atlanta, but... <laughs> to be honest, um... Our house is not well-suited um, for four people to be on Zoom calls um, <laughs> at one time. So um, it just made more sense to stay with my, my roommate um, mm. and go back when I was able to. She rarely left her apartment during quarantine, except for grocery shopping trips and for moving into a new apartment. But she did find time to spend outside, like walks, reading, and just being outside on her patio she's worried about students returning to campus. Honestly, pretty stressed about it. Um, I am trying not to think too far into the future um, in terms of, you know, what could happen. Um, 
taking it week by week. Um, I don't think there's really any good answers um, for anyone. Um, I just, I really hope people stay safe and healthy. That's <laughs> really where I'm at with it. The anxiety that Krawcheck has about being around her friends, it's something she thinks will persist in the fall. She plans to be unmasked at home, but when she's with her friends, they'll be masked and six feet apart. You know, I have high-risk friends. I have people who can't afford to get sick, you know, um, mm. so I don't, I don't want to put anyone in danger. There's a lot of uncertainty for Krawcheck and many other students about what this semester will look like, but what's for sure is that it won't look like February. If you can't tell, it's extremely important to her that the people around her are safe. She says her gatherings with friends will have to be outdoor activities, like a picnic, once a month, from a distance. She just wants to see her friends, nothing too big or earth-shattering. It may have to be outdoors, but she said fall in Alabama is beautiful, so she isn't too torn up about it. It'll be different, but I think it'll still be um, a good gathering. We'll be back in a moment. Hey, this is Natalie Beckrank, Managing Editor of the Auburn Plainsman. I just want to remind everyone that if you'd like to support Sweet 1111 and the newsroom that creates it, you can log on to theplainsman.com and click on the upper right-hand corner that says Donate. You'll be supporting over 125 years of local, editorially independent journalism right here in Auburn. Once again, that's theplainsman.com and click on the upper right-hand corner that says Donate. Thank you so much in advance, and now back to the show. Act 2. Coffee Cat, like many places in Auburn, doesn't look much like it did in early March. Its tables and chairs have been pushed to the walls, and racks of merchandise serve as barriers between what tables haven't been put away. But it still sounds like a regular coffee shop. Serene music plays over the speakers and is regularly interrupted by baristas calling out orders and the loud machinery of what I'm assuming is the espresso machine. I'm more of a tea guy. You bet, how are you? So, you said you haven't been here in a while? Oh, no, I haven't been going anywhere for a while. This is somewhere that has been special to Anna Ikes, another Auburn student. Before the pandemic, she lived right around the corner and could walk there to study. I feel so much different than last time I was here. Last time I was here, I broke one of those chairs. <laughs> I picked it up by the back, and the back just came off of my hands, and I had to bring it up real quick. Broke your chair. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I honestly wish I was wearing a mask when that happened. So. <laughs> Just because I was so embarrassed. <laughs> this was the week before spring break. She's majoring in elementary education and came to Coffee Cat to make lesson plans for the second grade class she's been teaching three days a week. I hugged all my babies goodbye for spring break, and then while I was gone, I got the message saying we weren't coming back. I never really got to say goodbye to him for real. Yeah. And so that was hard, you know. Mm. So it was hard saying not being able to say goodbye to a lot of people. Ikes is now a fifth year senior. And a lot of her friends graduated in the spring and left. They moved out of their apartments and went back home out of state. So it's hard figuring out when I'll be able to see them again because I'm not graduating until December. This fall is her internship where she'll be teaching full-time in a fourth-grade class under a supervising teacher. She likely won't be on campus this fall. 
Most of her friends are gone, and she aged out of her sorority. She said it feels like she's not in college anymore. And, like a lot of spring graduates, she lost the closure of her college experience. We never got to have our formal or our senior dinners, and there's a lot of stuff I missed out on like as a senior mm. for them, and that's the really hard part. Is Her birthday is coming up. She's turning 22. Go, Normally, she would go downtown with her friends to celebrate, but it's too much of a risk now. Her supervising teacher has health conditions that put her at high risk. She told me, like, you have to take this seriously or you can lose your place in my classroom because she can't get sick. I mean, she's like, this is very serious. Yeah. It's hard. Mm. And sometimes I feel like maybe people don't realize how serious it is, thinking like, oh, Ike said there's this idea gonna... among college students. Yeah, they don't have to worry about contracting COVID-19 because they're young and in good health. They'll get over it but she was diagnosed with asthma in February. So what does that mean for me, even though I am young, that I have this new condition that I'm still adjusting to in a respiratory pandemic? Ikes came back to Auburn in early August and has been working at the rec while taking summer classes. During this time, while none of her friends were in Auburn, she would do schoolwork, go to work, then go home and hang around. The next day, she would do the same thing, again and again. She confided in one of her work friends, one of her supervisors, that she was feeling lonely. Then, her friend said, Why don't you come over and have dinner with me and my roommates? She accepted. They made pizza, Ike's met the roommates, they talked and just hung out. It was like super nice, and when I was leaving she gave me a hug. And I was like, if the semester goes remote, I might not see her again. Just like my other friends in the spring, I was... It was really nice that she made sure to give me a hug, even though it probably wasn't social distancing, it wasn't the best, but it really meant a lot that... that she began to tear up. <laughs> that if that's the last moment that I get to see her for a while, or maybe forever, because you know how life happens, that she made sure to um, let me know how much she um, appreciated our friendship and to know that she cared about me enough to invite me over when she knew I was um, not feeling the best. She said it meant a lot to her that her friend saw she was struggling with being alone and made an effort to check in with her. She said it was one of those moments where she really felt like a part of the Auburn family. Ike's doesn't live as close to Coffee Cat anymore. She's had a lot of first experiences there. It was the first place she ever hung out with people from her program. It was where she met her boyfriend and made her first lesson plan. It's sad, you know, that like I don't quite feel comfortable spending like a large amount of time here. You know, I don't want to be typing for a couple hours with a mask on, so now I have to stay home. Now in the dusk of her college experience, Ikes isn't sure what role this place will have, but it'll probably be to go. This story was about the things students missed once they left campus, but I think the things it's supposed to find, those tiny, seemingly invisible parts of campus life, can't all be found once they are lost. Rather, I think they have to be found again. After I spoke to one of the sources for this story, a few of my coworkers and I convinced ourselves we needed coffee, so we climbed into my car 
And once I got over the initial weirdness of having people in my car again, I realized that this was one of my moments, having people in my car, going to make bad financial decisions. But like most things this year, it was different. We were wearing masks like we do everywhere else. And that felt weird, but that feeling is going to be just as much a part of adapting to this year as anything else. We can find the things we missed, but we also have to reinvent them into something new, something safe, and probably something outside. From the Auburn Plainsman, this has been Sweet 1111. I'm Trice Brown, signing off. See you next week. <laughs>